another reading from the Gospel of Luke. In the days of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly order of Abijah. His wife was a descendant of Aaron and her name was Elizabeth. Both of them were righteous before God, living blamelessly according to the commandments and regulations of the Lord, but they had no children because Elizabeth was barren and both were getting on in years. Once when he was serving as priest before God and his section was on duty, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and offer incense. Then there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was terrified and fear overwhelmed him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you will name him John. You will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. Zechariah said to the angel, how will I know this is so? For I'm an old man and my wife is getting on in years. The angel replied, I'm Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. But now... Because you did not believe my words, which will be filled in their time, fulfilled in their time, you will become mute, unable to speak, until the day these things occur. In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own town to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was a descendant from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favours. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste 
and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Think for a moment, if you were Luke, it's about 80 years, uh, sorry, about 50 years since Jesus had died and been resurrected. The people who knew him all died and in fact the next generation, the people who knew the people who knew Jesus were at the end of their lives. So you want to write down your experience, the experiences you've had and the experiences you've been given about Jesus. And you want to write it for a wider audience. You want to write it to a sophisticated audience. So of course you write it in Greek because everyone spoke Greek and everyone across the world could understand enough of it. And you want to write, according to the beginning of Luke's Gospel, an orderly account for the most excellent Theophilus. Theophilus is a person's name, but it's also an honorary title. The way we use it for learned people. So the way we use a doctor for somebody with a PhD. It's an honorary title as well as a, a name. So we don't quite know whether it was written to a person or to all learned people across the world. And given that it's written in Greek, that's a good likelihood. So how do you begin your orderly account? Well, you do it the way it should be done. You have the gods speaking, as they always do, to human beings. And and the gods speak to those who were chosen by the gods, the upright, the righteous. And you begin with an announcement to, let's say, a priest. Uh, Not only a priest, but one of the highest standing, who just happens at that time... To be chosen by God, that's what the throwing of lots means. To be chosen by God, to be the priest at the moment. The head of the priests. That's the person you choose. And you tell them a message from the gods. And it's all going swimmingly and then it all goes horribly wrong. Because Zachariah, the upstanding priest, is terrified when the gods speak to him. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Not only is he terrified, but he's struck completely dumb. The one thing that a priest is good for, can't do anything. And then it gets even worse. Another messenger from the gods appears to a kid, a girl kid, an unmarried girl kid, like about as hopeless and pointless in the world as anyone could be. Except that it gets even worse Because then the messengers from the gods come and speaks to a bunch of shepherds, immigrant workers, the roughest of the rough. People who live in the fields, they live outside the official world. They're not available for the census. When the census collectors knock on the door, well, there's no door. They're not there, they're not present. They're about as outside as you could possibly get. This is all going terribly wrong. This is not the way you can conduct an orderly account of what the hell has been going on in the world that has changed your life and everybody else's life. Why would you do it this way? And each time, 
the messenger from the gods, the angel, says, do not be afraid. Now, when anybody tells you not to be afraid, right? (laughs) What do you mean, not be afraid? Afraid of what? I was fine until you said, don't be afraid. Now, you know what? I'm afraid. What are they afraid of? The heel of the empire crushing them? No, this week we read, you know, there's a census. Oh, how lovely. We read that Mary and Joseph go to Bethlehem. How wonderful. They go on a donkey. This woman's pregnant. Nobody travels on a donkey. What would have been about a 15-hour journey, maybe longer, on a donkey, when they're heavily pregnant, unless they're forced to. This is not fun. This is the heel of the empire crushing them. So there's a lot to be frightened about. Are they available to be frightened because they're shepherds, they're undocumented workers. They're right outside the structure, easily to be pounced on by the immigration department because they don't have the right piece of paper at the right place at the right time. Are they frightened because COVID could attack them anywhere at any time? Right here, right now, one of us could be carrying. We don't know, do we? Are they frightened because of the the gods are breaking into the world? The God of the Hebrews, the one God, as the Hebrews believed, are breaking into the world. Is that what's going on? The angel says, do not be afraid. And it turns out there's a heck of a lot to be afraid of. Why not? Well, you see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. Well, well, they've already got plenty of good news. The good news is they're having a census. That's the, the good news is what we would term a press release from a government department. That's the, word, the way the term was used all over the Roman Empire. When you heard the words good news, you better pay attention because you're going to hear some news which will be good for some, for that small percentage of the population who are wealthy, but not for the 20% or 40%, depending on the numbers that historians have figured out, who were absolute abject slaves. But anyway, it's going to be good news because it always is from Rome. And here's the good news. There's a census. Here's the good news. The emperor is the son of God. Here's the good news. There's lots of it. But this messenger says, here's some good news. It's great joy. Who for? Everyone. So whatever's gone wrong in this story turns out to actually be right. Turns out it's a story for everyone, for the lowest of the low, for the undocumented refugee, for the indigenous person worried that any any tick of the clock now, a government will send the army back in to their community or their town camp. It's good news for itinerant shepherds. It's good news for young teenage pregnant women who could who would have to be about the least protected people in any community certainly in the day that we're talking about it's good news for hopeless priests 
who right in the moment when they should be in their peak of everything, screw it up. It's good news for them as well. It's good news for the ones who haven't got a clue and don't know how to talk about anything useful and are struck dumb. It's not just for the learned, not just for the Theophiluses of the world. It's not just for the pious that Zachariah and his wife, we are told, were Zachariah and Elizabeth. It's not just for them. It's for all. For all the ones who won't make the census. For all the ones who don't belong anywhere. To you is born. To you. Who? You. The hopeless. You, the useless. And so many of us in our culture are useless. If you're over 60, you're pretty much useless. We don't need you. In fact, we're so worried about people over 60, 65 and 70 that they've become, a we, I'm in that group, we have become a drain on our culture. That was all stitched through the Royal Commission into Aged Care, if you read it. It's, it's, it's dreadful assumptions made about the problem of age. Is that a problem? I'm still alive. I don't think that's a problem. My dad's still alive and I hope he keeps going and I hope I keep going. But that's not the way we do it. There's whole groups of us that are useless. If you can't get a job, well, obviously it's your fault. You're useless. Who's this for? It's for everyone. To you, to you is born on this day in the city of David, a saviour who is the Messiah. Now that makes sense if you're a Jew. That doesn't make any sense to us at all. It's, but it's the beginning of an incredible story. So this is just the start. It goes on all the way through the Gospel of Luke and then Luke got so excited he wrote a second volume. We call it the book of Acts. And what we see in those stories is a whole new world being born. It begins with a baby being born. But it doesn't stop there. A whole new world is being born where everybody belongs and everyone is in. See? See? See, it's good news for everyone. For all the people. Thanks, Yvonne.